0: I am amazed as I read the Old Testament and as I see all of the visual things that God set up for the churches, or the Old Testament churches. He set up specific instructions on the tabernacle, which would house the Word of God that he had given the people. He set up garments for the Levites to wear. ministers of God there are so many visual effects in the New Testament we have none of these things there's a completely different way to go in the New Testament in the New Testament we read about this in John chapter 4 where do we worship God how do we worship God in today's church Jesus tells us in this passage of Scripture. Verse 19, he is talking to a Samaritan woman who's at the well. And the woman saith unto Jesus, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit. And in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So many people in both Catholic and Protestant churches are worshiping God by emotions conjured by feelings. They see the church building, and it's magnificent. They see the stained glass, and it's magnificent. And it causes them to feel spiritual. This is all fleshly. This is not the way you worship God. We had a man in our church group many years ago, and he had gone to some type of religious meeting, and he came back raving about how wonderful that meeting was. And several times he mentioned how wonderful it had been. I finally spoke up and said, well, what was so wonderful about it? And he said, oh, they had three big crosses at the end of the table, and they were all covered with flowers. That is so fleshly. That's not of God at all. That's stuff with your eyes that you see that conjure feelings. That man is no longer with us today. He wanted to worship God in the flesh. Another person who was with us for a while had been raised Baptist. And she said when she was a young child in the Baptist church, she wanted to go to the Catholic church because They do things. They bow down to statues and they say words and they do things and they cross themselves and they light candles and they do all kinds of things. That's worshiping God in the flesh. That will get you nowhere. I've seen movies where soldiers were going into battle and before they went in, they went to the priest who was with them, a Catholic priest, and they were bowing down on their knees and. They were holding on to crosses and stuff like that. And he was saying nonsense words over them that mean nothing spiritually. I thought, these are men that are at the point of dying. They're going into a battle. And they're trying to hold on to fleshly things. Trusting in God through the flesh. Through things they can see. This is very, very serious. Jesus said we must worship God in spirit and in truth. If you can see something with your natural eye, know this. Everything we can see with our natural eye will be destroyed at the end of this world. Everything. The only thing you can trust in is that word God gives you by his spirit. And if you can believe what God says to you, you will be safe. But if you are trusting in what man says, what a preacher says, a going to church in a building and things like that, that building will be destroyed and your faith along with it unless you have a faith in what God has said directly to you by His Spirit. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment, which was to kill all the male children of the Hebrews. Verse 24. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Our faith must be in him who is invisible. Otherwise, we have nothing. Our religion is in vain. I have so many examples in my own life when I heard something from the Spirit of God in the form of a thought and followed it, and by that, my life was even saved once. It was December 6, 2018. I fell at my house in Texas. I was at least six feet away from the nearest telephone I had hoped that I could crawl to the phone and pull on the cord of the phone and get the receiver and call for help. I had a broken hip and a broken, very badly broken, left wrist. But when I tried to inch my way to the phone, it was so terribly painful, I just couldn't do it. No one was scheduled to be at my house. For at least a week, if I couldn't get to that telephone, I would die. And I did not think I could get to the telephone until I heard a word from God. And here is what I heard. You can do this. And because I heard that word and had faith that that was true, I started inching my way to the phone. It took four and a half hours. I did reach the phone. However, when I pulled on the cord to pull the receiver off, the receiver squirted off to the other side of the room. I never saw it again. But there was a Kindle tablet underneath that table. If I could get to that tablet, maybe I could send an email. I found an email I had sent to our church group, and I sent... Just sent it to the whole group, a a copy, and said, help, need help, send ambulance, or something like that. Pam Padgett in Colorado Springs, 450 miles from where I was living in Texas, got the message. She called the Lubbock, Texas Police Department, told them what had happened. They sent an ambulance. The workers somehow got inside my house. As they were rolling me on a gurney past the front door of that house in Texas, I heard another message from God. You'll never see this house again. Even from the hospital, I put the house up for sale. One of our church members said, I don't see how you can do this. I have said, well, but I heard from God. You'll never see this house again. Faith is... Believing you've heard from God and acting on whatever you have heard that you believe is from God. That's faith. It's not that we conjure something. It's not that you're trying to hear from God. He just chooses to communicate with you as in these two examples. That's worshiping God in spirit and in truth. You have to be able to see him who's invisible by believing what he has said to you and trusting in that word that God has given you. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.